When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. My name is Catherine. I am your podcast host. And today's episode is about the astrology dates for February 2024. And I am going to do a quick little reflection of some of the top stories for the end of December of 2023 where I left off and also for um, January I will do a quick reflection not too long I'm trying to make these a little bit shorter but these are some of the current topics that were headed in the areas of news media and of course celebrities so um, I am recording on January 27th and it is about uh, 13:49. it is my third attempt of trying to record this podcast, but I am ready this time to get it out to you guys. So in December, I would say that the energy was really working up towards this whole Pluto in Aquarius um, transit that was happening. And also in January, it seemed like everybody was just counting down the days, right? It was counting down the time for something to happen. And I'll be honest, I didn't really keep up with the news that much in December um, or in January. And I'm not sure for future podcasts how much of a reflection I will be doing because it is kind of hard for me to keep up on um, a lot of the astrological stories that are happening and also with the news like what happened on this day and what happened on that day so I just don't really watch the news like that so on December 27th Mercury in Sagittarius conjunct Mars in Sagittarius and this is when we got whims of a report in 2021 of a robot out in the Tesla factory of Austin, Texas, created a frenzy and had actually a factory attack on the factory floor against one of their engineers. So it was reported that this Tesla robot attacked an engineer and left like this trail of blood on the factory floor. And it was quite a horrific scene. They said that he sunk his claws, leaving a trail of blood into this man's arms and back. And he definitely inflicted wounds where this employee had to go to the hospital. So we got um, news of the 2021 attack right around when Mercury was in Sagittarius, conjuncts Mars. That makes me think of areas of just kind of that higher enlightenment, especially with philosophy. A lot of people have been talking about what's the future with AI? What is the future 
of these robots are they going to take us all over now people are worried are they going to attack us you know what is going on um and then also with a conjunction of mars it feels very fiery it feels very dynamic where it kind of makes you you know a little bit like oh the, these robots could be aggressive but they said you know it was just an accident that somehow the software engineer um they didn't really say like he malfunction. It was like a malfunction. It wasn't like the robot was purposely trying to attack him. I mean, you know, it's a robot, so they can't purposely be trying to do anything, right? But it was an accident. Oops. On January uh, not January, on December 28th, Mars and Sagittarius squares Neptune and Pisces. And this is when in Santa Cruz, there was like these massive waves and it was like a really high surf out here in California. And there was like weather advisories, there was flooding in the street, especially in Santa Cruz, I think Capitola and also down south and there was like a video of this kid getting tossed by this high high surf wave and this was happening when Mars and Sagittarius squares Neptune and Pisces so of course it makes sense for this to happen right around this time especially with Sagittarius that area of aggression that fiery um, that fiery zodiac of the Sagittarius creating that expansion with Mars and squaring off with Neptune and Pisces of course we're going to see stuff with the ocean of course we're going to see stuff with the water and um, it was definitely uh, the topic here in California also former South Carolina governor Governor Nikki Haley is was facing a lot of backlash right around this time. Um, and I didn't look up her birth chart or anything like that. And one of the reasons why is because she was asked a question, what caused the United States Civil War? And she basically replied was basically how the government was going to run the freedoms and what people could or couldn't do. And I think it's always comes down to the role of the government and what's right for the people. So Haley continued to avoid the actual fact of what had the civil war you know took place here in the united states was basically because of slavery and so she got a lot of backlash about that also on um december 28th venus in scorpio sextiles pluto in capricorn and this was an in interesting trans transit um interesting aspect especially for chris rock and amber rose because there was rumors that they had the stroll possible friendship, possible um, romance. I believe they had a lot of similarities in their birth chart as, um, as one might say. I believe they are both really centered in um, the sign of Aries. Uh, Chris Rock is a sun in Aquarius. Amber Rose is a... Um, son in Libra. And if you don't know who Amber Rose is, she is the ex of Kanye West, but they both are ascendants in Aries. So they have a lot of similarities and they also both have um, Amber Rose. Let's see, Chris Rock has a um, 
His moon is in Aries as well, and so is Amber Rose. So they both have a Aries moon, and they are both ascendants of Aries. So they kind of have a lot of similarity. And a lot of people were thinking that this could possibly be a new romance. And I'm, I'm kind of here for it. You know, I'm kind of here for it. Um, so that was kind of an interesting story. And then also Gypsy Rose, for those who don't know who Gypsy Rose is, just Google her. Um, Gypsy Rose is a young lady who was sentenced to eight years in prison for killing her mother. Her mother suffered from Munchausen syndrome and basically was um, getting all this money for saying that Gypsy Rose was sick and she had like this elaborating scheme. Um, Gypsy Rose like went under all these operations. She had like all her teeth pulled out. It was a horrible story of abuse. But basically Gypsy Rose um, met this guy online and they killed her mom. So she was sentenced to eight years in prison. I believe the man that helped her was actually sentenced to life in prison, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, I did watch this, the movie um, Act on, I believe it is on Hulu, and it was interesting. You know, I haven't really wanted to read her birth chart. I haven't really looked into it, but that was right around the time that Venus enters Sagittarius. And it just made me think of like areas of relationships and areas of where, um, there's a hard aspect about some of these relationships, especially with the feminine. So it was a, a one of the hot stories coming out. Also, um, Another story that kind of happened right around the beginning of January was there was a huge earthquake as Mercury goes direct in Sagittarius. And also we had Mars enters Capricorn and it was the day that I believe that was the day that Mr. Cat Williams <laughs> broke his silence um, and Cat Williams has never been very silent, right? Um, but he definitely broke his, um, opened up his throat chakra completely and expressed his feelings of Hollywood. Um, he was on the Shannon Sharpie, Sharpie, um, Sharps, uh, podcast, which is known as the Shay Shay Club. And he basically had a lot to say about a lot of people. Um, P. Diddy, uh, he talked about, he talked about just everybody. Um, he, he went after Cedric Entertainment, Entertainer, Kevin Hart, you know, he was saying that people were stealing his jokes. He was also saying that there's a lot of gatekeeping. Um, he even talked about Steve Harvey. So a lot of people were, here for it. Um, a lot of people feel that he is exposing the comedian dark circle of, I guess you can say, the area of uh, the Illuminati, as one would say, like of selling your soul for doing certain things. And it kind of made me think of that whole P. Diddy thing, like what people do 
in this area of fame and like how so much is hidden and how so much is very little exposed and and there's a lot of secrets and there's just like this lot of dark yucky energy that the elites do and and um the area of Hollywood does and he kind of acknowledged that again and I uh, talked about a lot of people and got a lot of people really upset. So it was also interesting because on the interview, he was wearing a Dharma chakra um, necklace. It looked like a big old pendulum of um, a necklace. And that's really about, you know, the karmic energy and the area of energy of speaking and living in the soul center. So I thought that was very interesting. I definitely think that Cat Williams is a truthful person. Um, I definitely uh, think that he's probably seen a lot and been around a lot where he is just telling his story and it makes people very uncomfortable, especially when he's seen a lot and been around a lot. Also, we have that area of Mars entering Capricorn, and we have the Stanley Cup. <laughs> the Stanley Cup, Valentine's Cup, that was with Starbucks. So there was a limited edition Stanley Cup, and for those who don't know what a Stanley Cup is, it's a drinking cup. It's not the hockey <laughs> match. It's the Stanley Cup that is like this ice, I guess you could say, um isolated cup where it keeps your drinks super cold and everybody loves it it's like metal and it's kind of like a yeti but it has a handle and everybody thinks it's just the most amazing thing i will be honest i have i had a stanley cup the 40 ounce i thought it was too big like i thought it was heavy i was like this thing is huge. I gave it to my son because he uses it to drink water in his car because it does fit the car holder. And then I bought my daughter one. She uses it. And then we've bought other little smaller versions of Stanley Cups. But in all honesty, um, you know, I wanted to try it. I will say it does keep the liquid extremely cold. It is one of those cups where if you put the ice in it, um, it will last till the next day. So it definitely does keep the fluids cold. But I will tell you guys the truth. I think it leaks. Okay. A few times I've been running up the stairs with my Stanley cup and it's kind of leaking. Would I pay another $50 for a Stanley cup? Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I do think it keeps the water pretty cold. Um, I do think they're, you know, sleek, they're cute, you know, whatever. Um, I do think it's a high quality cup. Um, I think it's better than the Starbucks cup. And if you're talking about like keeping the fluids cold, but I would not stand in line to get a limited edition Stanley Cup and get into a fight with people like how these moms at a Target was doing. And I just want to say that like with this Mars enters Capricorn energy, it really makes me feel like people were losing their minds about just areas of material goods, corporations, and everything that comes from that energy of like having it all, being in the area of needing it all, wanting it all, having it all. There's a lot of stuff that I feel like we don't really need. We just want. 
And that Mars in Capricorn energy was just really showing like how greedy sometimes we could be as people, um, especially with material items in that area of like money and corporation. Also, there was a big talk about the Sephora kids. And for those who don't know what a Sephora kid is, so these are like young kids girls mostly who are like at the ages of like 10 to um, maybe like 13 you know not as old as 16 but they're the younger versions they're tweenies I guess you call them tweenies right and these kids will go into Sephora and they'll just cause havoc and they'll like be rude to the customers they use the samples and they are just making everything kind of like go away like not feel like a fun shopping experience for some of the older women and also for some of the women in Sephora. So a lot of people and the employees are even saying that these Sephora kids are just annoying and they wish that they would go away. But in all honesty, it's the generation. Like, why are these kids using so much product? I don't understand it. They're only like 10 and they're over here using like drunk elephant, which is extremely um, expensive product. Also, Kanye West started like posting these photos of his wife, Bianca Sensori. She is a Capricorn and she um, was like almost nude in those pictures. And a lot of people were like, you know, Kanye, how can you do this to your wife? Da, 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 da. You know, but we have to remember he was married to Kim. And even though it was something he didn't like with Kim, apparently now he's okay with it with uh, Bianca Sensori. And everybody's like, what about your Christian values, Kanye? And Kanye's just like, my wife's hot. You know, I'm trying to be a fashion designer again or whatever. Also, um, that was right around the Mars in Capricorn era and energy and she is a Capricorn. Also, I will say that um, kind of around the time that we had that energy of like Mercury in Capricorn and Juno goes retrograde, I kind of wasn't really paying attention to what was going on in the media. Um, there was tons of, you know, stories. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. But not as much as when we hit Aquarius season, right? So we had Aquarius season and then we had Pluto enters Aquarius and then we have Venus enters Capricorn and then we had the full moon in Leo right around like January 20th, 20th was when we the sun enters Aquarius and then we had the full moon in Leo and we had a lot of energy towards um, Megan Lee Stallion and Nicki Minaj. So Megan the Stallion released her, um, uh, I guess it's not even a full album. It's just a single and it's called Hiss. And she's like taking direct digs to Nicki Minaj. Um, subtly, you know, she didn't say her name, but she basically um, is pointing out that Nicki Minaj is married to, um, I believe his name is Kevin Kenneth Perry, Petty, Perry or Petty. I don't know. He's like a sex offender. And she says, you know, these girls aren't mad at Megan. They are mad at Megan's law. So that was seen as a direct hit towards Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj has been losing her mind on Twitter. 
And it's interesting because I decided to read um, Nicki Minaj's chart. I read her chart when her album came out in Sagittarius season. And she did use that Sagittarius energy to really kind of showcase her talent. I do think she's very talented, but I do think that Nicki Minaj has a lot of obstacles. She has a lot of areas where for some reason she's just not really able to get her shit together. And it's quite sad, right? But um, Megan the Stallion's chart's very interesting. I did read it a little bit when she was going through that case with Tory Lanez, but I decided during this beef to like, to read it again, right? And one of the things that um, I would say that I thought was interesting that she is in a sun in Aquarius. This was all kind of happening right around Aquarius season. She released her single, Hiss, on that energy of the full moon in Leo. And she's also a Leo moon. So she was born right around that time of the full moon energy as the um, full moon was opposing Aquarius. Also, uh, what also I thought was very interesting is Megan's very smart. She's very talented. And she knew where to attack Nikki. Like she wasn't like, you're ugly. You can't rap. You know, she went for the family. She went for the husband. She went for Nikki's insecurities and Nikki is just losing it. Um, there's also been speculation. There was like this blind item going around that, uh, Nikki Minaj had to check into rehab or is having to check into rehab before, um, she, goes on tour before her tour starts that a lot of people think that she needs to kind of clean up her act and a tiktoker um i think her name's like celebrity blinds she's a tiktoker and she was reading the blind item she didn't write the blind item she was just reading the blind item like many tiktoker gossip columnists do and Nicki minaj like sent her a message And it was like, really like, you're ugly. Like, it was just like this very cryptic message. So then the TikToker decides to go onto TikTok and like say, like, what is this message all about? What does this mean on TikTok? And see what her um, followers um, say about it. And Nicki Minaj replies and then just basically does like this huge, just massive, like, Kanye type rant in this girl's comment section like allegedly you know you're ugly allegedly and just goes so I'm gonna say crazy on her and basically now she's asking her group of followers who are known as the barbs Nikki Minaj has her barbs to basically report this girl, go in after her. And I'm just like, Nikki, what in the hell is going on with you? I'm going to tell you the truth. Nikki Minaj, there's been some speculation that she's had a love for perks, Percocets, and she's had some areas of abuse, but she gives a lot of Anna Nicole vibes. Um, And, you know, this like lost soul energy, this area of not being able to step into the reality of what is currently happening. And I don't know if she's, you know, using and abusing 
drugs, but she just has this aura about her that kind of makes you feel like something is going on with her a little bit more than what we see, right? So I thought that was interesting and that was kind of all happening right around today. (laughs) So right around this full moon and Leo energy right after this whole Megan the Stallion beef. So Nikki's definitely um, losing it a little bit. I would say I hope she gets a grip on reality. Maybe she does need to check into rehab before she starts her tour. Hmm. Well, let's look at the energy for February. And the energy for February, I feel like is going to be centered around everything. Aquarius, of course, right? And also the Pisces. So I think that it is a time for us to tap into our higher dimension. It is, is also a good time for us to go through the motions of feeling one, especially with the cosmos for the set for the Aquarius. Sometimes, you know, we are very centered around doing a lot, being in a lot of places as an air sign. So it is going to be a time that the Aquarius and also the other air signs kind of take that time to feel a little bit more aligned, feel a little bit more grounded. We are still in the winter months. So this is a time that we're going to want to be concentrating on the home. We're also going to be wanting to concentrate on health and communication and building that area of connection with our collective, um, our unit, And it makes me think too, going back to Megan the Stallion, that Megan the Stallion really was smart when she went after Nikki. She knew like that was going to get under Nikki's skin bad, like really bad. She knew that was going to drive her bananas and drive her nuts. Like she really knew it. And as an Aquarius, they are very, you know, intelligent people. So I would say that she knew that this would really rip Nikki to shreds and she went for it. She went, she did the below the belt as one might say blow. And, um, so I think that this kind of shows that even when people do throw direct attacks, you know, Nikki could have handled this a little bit different. She could have just came out with her diss, you know, but the fact that she continues to like be under this persona, like people are just attacking me because I'm the best and be in denial of some of the things that her relationship um, stands for isn't necessarily what Aquarius season holds, right? And when we think of the age of Aquarius, which we are currently in now, and we will get more into the age of Aquarius, I'm thinking about doing a podcast on the age of Aquarius, we see a lot of that karmic energy showing. You know, Nikki maybe could have handled it a, d- a different way. But um, to continue to like have all these emotional breakdowns online, I don't think as somebody who's at her caliber as an artist is something she should be doing. But then again, we're all centered in emotions and energy and how we handle our emotions and energy, right? 
So also on February 4th, we have that Mercury enters um, Aquarius. I think this is a time that we're going to see a lot of conflict and connection, maybe with social media. Also, maybe this is the time that um, that diss track comes out. <laughs> Another diss track, right? Um, also, it's going to be a great time to look at the concept of how can you use AI? Because I'm going to be honest, AI is not going anywhere. So how can we use it? How can we learn from it? What can we learn with this area of transition that we have? And right on February 5th, we have Mercury and Aquarius conjuncts Pluto and Aquarius. So it is a time for us to really do our research in solving that area of transformation for ourselves on a personal level. Also using that energy of merging, that energy of communication, that energy of creating what is next for us. On February 6th, we have Pallas enters Sagittarius. This little asteroid is creating an area of higher expansion, especially with the minds, right? Especially with that energy of the mind cycle. On February 7th is a high energy day as we have Ceres enters Capricorn. So this is a perfect time to create and encourage new energies towards our creative space, especially towards that area of work. And try to bring some of that Aquarian energy in there. Try to bring some area of technology in there. Also try to plant some seeds. Beautiful day to plant towards your vegetable garden, even though it is in February. You know, check some seeds, see what you could do. Um, I got to figure out how to get rid of these little bugs that have been in my vegetable garden. <laughs> and then also on February 7th, we have Mars and Capricorn sextiles, Neptune and Pisces. So this is a beautiful day for us to appreciate how beautiful that energy is of us having the ability to create, especially creating from the earth and creating that area of craftsmanship. Also looking towards our dreams and looking towards our area of what is around us and using it. We also have on February 8th, Festa goes direct in Gemini. We have um, the sun in Aquarius squares Uranus and Taurus on February 8th definitely a high energy day. We also have a time that it's going to make us feel a little bit like a power struggle, especially with the Aquarius sun. And then we also have to remember that Pluto's in the mix too, squared with Uranus and Taurus. People might be feeling a little bit fixed. They might be feeling a little bit stubborn. They might be feeling a little bit rebellious. February 9th, we have the new moon in Aquarius. So it's definitely time to create some good intentions and also create some intentions around networks, um, collective, and what is there for you to take, what is there for you to own, what is there for you to live in, what is there for the process for you to really take it all by hold and really learn from it and create those connections. On February 10th, it is um, actually the Lunar New Year, um, Chinese New Year, Year of the Dragon. So time to welcome the Wood Dragon Year. Um, it's also known as the Year of Eight, which is a Saturn energy. So it's very 
you know, a good time to look at our goals, look at our boundaries and look at our areas of responsibility to remain determined, remained in that energy that feels, um, us through that feels us through the paths we also have February 10th um, we also on that day has Mercury in Aquarius squares Jupiter in Aquarius so sometimes we have to remember that we have to look at certain things what they mean to us right now or what will they mean to us in the future and how we can continue to have these goals how can we continue to live within our goal space how can we continue to live in certain um, aspects that create this area of abundance to us in our life on february 12th we have mars enters aquarius so definitely a lot of time to let that mind spark up let that area of energy kind of create your own um, insight when it comes to your soul when it comes to the individual self that you are the person you are on a internal level create that space that feels unique with you that passion that feels unique with you also on february 13th we have mars in aquarius conjuncts pluto in aquarius so this is a day to transform this is a day to say goodbye to old habits this is also a day to say goodbye to old um, things that have been holding you down and we have venus in capricorn sextiles neptune and pisces so it's a beautiful day to create that area of romance and it's also a beautiful day to create that area of romance in the energy of the higher self maybe do a partner meditation partner massages prepare for valentine's day on february 16th we have venus enters aquarius so it's time to think of energy of the love cycle and how it is an individual space but then also how beautiful a collaboration can feel especially if you've been wondering if you should take your relationship to the next level definitely think about is this the next level is this that energy where we have venus in aquarius if you have a long distance relationship definitely some time to facetime get more centered in maybe meeting up or feeling aligned with that area of um, looking at what the relationship can bring in the next few years. Also, we have it um, centered around that Pluto energy. We have to remember that area of transition, that area of rebirth, that area of saying goodbye. So is this a place that maybe we have to say goodbye to? Is this a relationship that maybe we have to say goodbye to? On February 16th, we have Mercury in Aquarius, squares Uranus in Taurus. So this might be feeling like a little bit of an obstacle for some people. These, If it isn't feeling beautiful and aligned with Venus in Aquarius, honey, maybe it's feeling like an obstacle for you. And that could be expected, especially as right around this time we have Venus in 
in Aquarius conjuncting Pluto in Aquarius. So it might be a time where relationships are really kind of being tested. So either you're seriously falling in love or you're seriously falling out of love, right? It's either like one extreme, but definitely look at that area of connection with the relationship and how can you bring that transition and transformation to the next level. We also have on February 18th, Sun enters Pisces. So we are transitioning towards the spring slowly but surely. Can you believe it? And our area of weather is going to be slowly changing. That area of hibernation being in the home, the cold days is going to be emerging to spring as we have the sun enters Pisces. We also have to remember that this is a time that we're going to want to maybe get back outside a little bit, take some more fresh air if we've been um, stuck in the home, especially if you've been um, living in one of the colder states where, you know, you have to stay home, you have to stay inside. So definitely take some time to maybe enjoy the outside if you can embrace that energy of the higher self looking maybe to tap into that Pisces energy. If you can maybe look at the ocean or look to the water, but just look to an area of fulfillment, especially how beautiful this planet is. On February 22nd, we have Mercury enters Pisces. This is a time that feels very connected to the higher self. When I think of Mercury, very much connected to that area of resilience, resolution, that area of remembering to create, remembering to take your purpose, take your meditation, take in your dream state, take in your imagination, take in your creativity, take it all in and enjoy it. Also, uh, we have February 24th, the full moon in Virgo for um, opposing this beautiful Pisces sun. So this full moon in Virgo is a time for you to look at also your health, right? Look at what areas of the winter, what areas of the cold months you're saying goodbye to, what areas are you going to be taking in, how are you going to be living at your best overall energy, mentally, spiritually, physically, taking that area of your daily rituals, creating, creating a aspect that feels aligned with you and creating that area of abundance that feels aligned with you and your goddess energy. As I always like to say, the Virgo reminds me of that domesticated goddess. Um, how can you tap it in, tap it into the days, you know, the daily, I always feel like I need to have more fresh flowers in the house. And I kind of feel like that's like what the Virgo resembles, right? Fresh flowers, cleaning out the old foliage, cleaning out that space, making it feel a little bit more beautiful each day. We also have around this time um, on February 28th, we have a sun in Pisces conjuncts Mercury in Pisces and sun in Pisces conjuncts Saturn in Pisces. Wow. So this is a day that makes you wonder. It really makes you wonder. How do you stay in the present space of here and now, responsibilities, power conflict, work, 
but still living in your higher energy how do you kind of take it all in right how do you balance it it's it's really up to you right we all have to have ways to kind of balance our spiritual self balance that area of tapping into the mind um still using our mind still using our area of what can we achieve keeping the mind active learning new things embracing new things embracing new responsibilities too is a big one right how much it actually helps our higher self to embrace new responsibilities to know we have something to do we have something to care for we have something we have to be responsible for and sometimes seeing that responsibility isn't necessarily a bad thing right and it's a good thing and seeing how responsibility can create that energy of higher enlightenment that energy of higher purpose that energy of finding your purpose if you are one of those people who are seeking what is the purpose what is the energy around me and how can I take it all in? So I want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast and listening to a chakras and cuss words podcast. And I hope you have an amazing day. Please like, comment, and subscribe to this channel, this podcast. And if you can, please give me a rating on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It helps me move up the podcasting ladder. And thank you guys so much for listening to a Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. Bye.